No playing. Oh, that was a meaty clap. <laughs> Are we keeping this? Hello, in? everyone, and <laughs> welcome to D Twenty Dudes, the tabletop role playing podcast where the die decides our topic. I am Dylan. I'm Jenny. My name's Molly. We have the ghost of Jenny with us today. Oh, Jenny ASMR. I have to be very, very quiet. Mm. She's hunting wabbits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? That was funny. Fuck you. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I was agreeing my with mouth, you. Okay. <laughs> I I agree. That was funny. <laughs> Today we talk about um clan Vendru vampire the masquerade the one clan i don't like is it because it sounds like ventura, ventura. no because like that would be like ace ventura and jim carrey would be the best fucking vampire jim carrey would be an amazing vampire I'm even like less energy jim carrey would be an amazing vampire <laughs> i just imagine him like popping out in an alleyway and be like Howdy ho, I'm gonna drink your blood. Uh, and then he just chomp. <clears throat> I'm imagining him emerging like he did from the rhino butt out of like some kind of blood sack. Now he would See? pop out from behind a corner and do that thing he did as the Riddler mm. in Batman Beyond, where he'd be like, I am a vampire. It'd start flapping his arms and they'd be like, ha ha, that's Jim Carrey. And then he'd bite. Oh, yeah. That's how he lulls them into submission, just like Shia LaBeouf. Him and his cannibal cabin out in the woods. Yep. 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 I find <laughs> it, and I, I know this is mostly a me thing. I know this, this is a game type or a, a play type that would suit well to the idea of like intrigue. And I'm shit at intrigue. But Clan Ventru, they're kind of like, they call themselves the Clan of Kings. They see themselves as the vampire nobility. They think they should be in charge and that they're the poster boys and they do everything by like manipulating the stock markets and ingratiating themselves with the wealth of a given place. A lot of vampires, a lot of kindred, they'll kind of like rub shoulders with mortals, especially some of the, the, newer, uh, the newer generations will. And they kind of have like almost a place in mortal society but clan venture they kind of they don't do that they don't do that shit they think they they think they're above everybody else that sounds fancy also i apologize for the shake up um i'm trying to so like so they think they're better than everyone does that mean that they are mostly composed of older vampires um so I would guess like a lot of their number are probably mm-hmm. they're very discerning about who they will embrace mm. because they kind of have to be somebody who is affluent already, like a business owner or like a very wealthy stock trader, like a foreign dignitary, something like that. But they have to be somebody who already has wealth and influence to be considered for the embrace. Oh, and the Sims. Like when I made my character marry Santa because I was going to get a 500k inheritance. Same thing. The same thing. 
Molly, what the fuck? <laughs> they divorced. It's okay. I there's still so, so much to unpack I'm there. So confused. <laughs> That's the Sims. It's okay. All right, continue, please. So, in order to to try and be a little bit more methodical about this one, and less fucking all over the place than we oh, were with Clan Toriador, I'm sorry. I will. Um, <laughs> um, let me let me find kind of the. Gosh, I should have had this page open already. That would have been really the the smart play. Hmm. That would have been the real big boy move right there. I like how you're talking um, about it while you're doing it instead of talking about something else to make it seem like listen. you're thinking. <laughs> you can't expect me to be clever, Molly. <laughs> you are anyway, clever. Adventure. <laughs> the clan of kings, the tyrants. Hmm. Um, their clan disciplines are dominate which allows them to control the minds of others. Fortitude, which allows them to kind of take a punch really well. They, they can survive even supernatural threats mm. uh, much more aptly and ably than other kindred can. Mm. And presence, which makes everyone either admire them or afraid of them, depending on the need. Um, they either want to rule through fear or devotion and, you know, whichever works. So these ones, I kind of feel like, so I, I've talked a lot about how I like Clan Bruja the most. Mm -hmm. uh, and like Clan Clan Venture and Clan Bruja are like basically polar opposites. Mm. Where um, both Bruja and Venture have presence as a thing where they're kind of like, we're going to be the big bosses. We're going to be the big boys in charge. Bruja then backs it up with muscle, whereas Venture then backs it up with, well, I'm just going to control your mind and make you. Ah, backs it up fall. with domination. Yeah. I mean, it works. Mm -hmm. They they're hope it works. They're, they're not going to question you when you control their minds. Mm -hmm. um, their clan Bane is they are incredibly picky eaters. They well, have, you did say that they're really discerning, so that's kind of on brand. Yeah. They, um, anytime a Ventru is embraced and, you know, they actually awaken as a full Ventru and not like a caitiff or something, mm -hmm. um, they will awaken within them a preferred victim type. There's already some things in the game where, like, certain clans and especially certain faults and things will cause you to have preferred victims um but the ventru they have a very specific presence or preference rather um it could be i'll only drink from people with blue eyes it could be i'll only drink from opium addicts i'll only drink from women who were born in italy like very specific preferences oddly specific almost yeah well does that tie uh, into like the you know, the classic tales of vampires having to count things and so forth. Just oddly specific stuff. Um, that could be one of the things that led to that. Although I don't think it really ties into the folkloric bane. Mm. Um, I actually think like so there, there's a th thought amongst kindred that 
a lot of the clan banes and the way they manifest power may be psychosomatic. Mm-hmm. Like you manifest your your blood in this way because you were told this is how it was going to manifest, and you were trained in the way that this is how it's going to manifest. And then your clan bane, you were told this is how it's going to manifest, and that's why um, a lot of them think the caitiff can be a very dangerous thing because if they kind of just don't believe that stuff is going to happen and then it doesn't and they can just kind of do whatever instead if the idea of that getting out like that that terrifies especially the ventru because it means that the high clans don't have as much power over new kindred as they would hope and eventually the new kindred might figure out we can just do whatever the fuck we want instead of having to follow all these stupid fucking rules so they're, they're really trying to keep that under lock and key is this like uh, the opposite of that vampire like series on Netflix? Uh the one with, where they had the nun as Bell Helsing. Oh, uh the Dracula thing. Yeah. Remember because like at the end of it she realized that the whole thing was psychosomatic. Even yeah. if he was doing weird stuff. This is like the other half of it. If everyone believed it and it worked. Yeah, thematically, it's kind of spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen that yet. Sorry, I. Oh no, I'm just saying. It's it's an absolutely fascinating thing too. I actually really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that little series. Actually, I I think um even knowing it going into it before because I'm usually pretty good at following plots. Um, I think if I had known that before, I still would have thought it was interesting to watch because I watched it because I like vampire films, but the the ending made me go, huh, now I, now I can't stop thinking about it, right? Yeah, it was oh, yeah. very either, interesting. Mm-hmm. Either way, it is a very fascinating thought mm-hmm. of what if the whole thing is. Like, yeah. Kind of like uh, munchies with pot. That's 100% psychosomatic. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I do get very hungry, but I'm also always hungry. So is it psychosomatic or is it just making me more comfortable to notice more baser needs? Who or it knows? could just be fuck inhibitions like I alcohol mean, do. That too. Well, alcohol is better studied than, than weed is. But sooner or later, we will have significantly more studies on weed. Indeed. Oh, we need to have anyway. more studies on these. fucking Because there's so many studies already that show like, hey man, give somebody with depression LSD. Just a little bit of LSD, and it will so significantly improve. In tiny, minuscule doses, because they did do studies on that a long time ago, but they went overboard with it, and it really fucked some up. Oh, yeah. That's why they're not doing studies on it anymore. (laughs) The scientist things was like, um, so this is how much a normal human takes. Let's multiply it by like 3,000. And that's enough to give an elephant, right? And so then the elephant, that's the only recorded o- overdose, if I remember correctly. <laughs> you know who else killed an elephant with some stupid scientific bullshit? Uh, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. Deadass electrocuted an elephant for really no good reason. Yeah. My God. Just to show he's like, look at how much better AC current is than DC. Or was it DC better than AC? One of those two. I get them mixed up. And you're like, ACDC. That's why the band is, because they're electric. Do you know what ACDC in terms of the band stands for? No. 
Ah, oh, cat, dude, cat. <laughs> <laughs> they were really anyway, excited about cats. Also ba- cat. Back to the clan. Okay, let's, yes, sorry. We got um, on some interesting topics there. <laughs> so as having these discerning tastes, um, Clan Ventru, especially for the fact that they are almost always affluent and very wealthy individuals, mm-hmm. um, they are very prominent patrons of a group that call themselves the circulatory system. What do you think they deal in, guys? Oh, that's that's such Asthma. a clever name. It's not like on the nose or anything. How would anyone know that they're doing <laughs> stuff that's bad? Wow. If you heard that in the thing, and you'd be like, wow, that sounds sinister. They deal in AC units. Oh, DC. That cock. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the first good laugh I've had today. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm glad dick jokes can get you you the giggles. Ah, fuck. Maybe Caleb's right. It really just does take a dick joke to make me laugh. That's me, but it's either dick or fart jokes. Uh, cause oh, what what was it he did? Like, it was after everyone left, and Caleb was talking about how like they didn't expect Bartlett and Zach to be there at the little gathering, mm-hmm. and they weren't there for most of it. It was just that first night, and I, I just wanted to invite some friends to hang out with us and you know get food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zach and Bartlett were there, and of course Bartlett wore that mankini, <laughs> which was so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, after he got funny. back home. Like we were talking about it <laughs> and Caleb was like, yeah, man, I totally don't want to drive 14 hours to go hang out with people I don't know. And Dylan was like, I got you, fam. Here's just a little bit of my friend's penis. <laughs> it really made me laugh. It's OK if you're like. Slightly confused and alarmed when you leave, that's what life is all about. Being alarmed. <laughs> One of these days. Terrified to go visit Dylan at his home Mm. and just see the insanity because I got to experience it here. But you know, home insanity and away insanity tend to be different. That's fair. Um, see, when I'm at home, I I just go into the bedroom and sleep. I do. I also like sleeping. My bed is the best, in my opinion. Everyone else can suck my dick. My no, mine bed sucks. is awful. It hurts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I buy I bought my mattress off Amazon for like 400 bucks. It's one of those like rolled up like foam ones. It was really cheap. Yeah, I I paid quite a bit for mine, and I paid quite a bit for a pillow cube. And you have a pillow cube too. I'm sorry, it's not I helping do. you. It, it it hurts. My I still get migraines, but because of the pillow cube, I get way fewer migraines because it helps me like not squish my muscles on my neck. Sadly, we are not sponsored by Pillow Cube. Oh, very sad. And we don't fucking get sponsored by shit. I don't think anyone would pay money to have an ad on this shit. Nah, it, I, like 10 people listen to my podcast a week. They ain't making no sales on this motherfucker. Well, I'm not even making any ads. sales on this. If I ever have an Etsy store, I will pay you to say good things about my Etsy store. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck's mm-hmm. sake. And then I'll buy from your Etsy store. <laughs> it's a win-win. Win-win-win. Paint 3D printed miniatures of ladies with their boobs out and put them on there. You can make your own Etsy store. <laughs> <laughs> I've already sold Anyways, figurines I'll... you painted. Back to the clay. Sorry. I try to. I just don't get any sales. Um, hey, it's hard. So the, the circulatory system is a human trafficking ring. Wow, who would have and... guessed it? And it's a <laughs> ring. Gasp. Circulatory. Wow. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> wow. That was some sarcasm. I apologize. Um, so they, they cater pretty specifically to the Ventru because the Ventru can pay exorbitant sums of money to get humans because as the as their tastes are so refined as to being only drinking from one specific subset of the population the people they surround themselves with are very exclusive they they often will make like exclusive clubs uh they'll work in like higher government things like that so real most of the people they kind of rub shoulders with if even indeed they do deign to deal with us lowly mortals are going to be people of high status like Mm. potential presidents high-ranking government officials princes in foreign lands do you ever wonder if outcasts clan venture um are quickly caught as serial killers no no because of the masquerade with it but like whatever but also well, again they also like, they could have like kill their prey i know but like uh, let's say that you have a vampire that just has a type right and so they keep going around and feeding on various humans of exactly that type and so if the police had like half a brain which let's be honest that's hard to find um they could just go oh these these are the same we have many of the same that's almost like they make a line on this map. Yeah, well, the whole not killing their prey kind of puts a damper on that. <laughs> oh, that's true. That sounds like there'd be a lot more vampires than humans eventually. I mean, what are they going to do? Look at everybody's necks and see if there's puncture wounds? I mean, even that, <laughs> if they lick the wound, it closes. So mm-hmm. there's no sign exactly. like, other than anemia mm-hmm. that even anything's wrong. And if that doesn't kill them, it could be like, say they're favorite prey is like junkies well people are just gonna think they're strung out their favorite their favorite prey tastes good i've had anemia i'm i mean it would taste good if you're a venture like so they don't drink the blood for the flavor of the blood itself there's like certain i guess you would call it emotional flavors to the blood their emotional flavor is strung out um so that would be God. um I will actually have to get into the book to figure out which one okay. that is, but we like can also there's go, like, Molly, we gotta move on. That's also a fine like, answer. Um, the the more broad thing is there's like melancholic blood, sanguine blood, um like large and varied emotions of like certain types. So Isn't like if a person's usually like like redundant. Sanguine is like the emotion of being like Amorous or desirous, things like that. Ew. Um, melancholic or like sadness. 
yeah, melancholic pe- blood is like people have depression or are like habitually lonely, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, there's one for like people who are always like enraged. I don't remember all the names right now. That one might be phlegmatic, but those are like the broad types. And like every clan has their favorite types of blood because usually feeding on blood of your favorite types means that the uh, vampiric disciplines associated with your clan will grow stronger faster and it's not that most vampires can't drink blood of other types it's just that they prefer not to they usually have like a preferred flavor Mm. the ventru are so preferential so discerning in this that feeding from anybody who isn't their specific preferred type requires an extreme act of will or they will vomit the blood back up oh that's unpleasant Indeed. That's hilarious. As a result, (laughs) you got human trafficking rings who are like, I don't know if they're all vampires. We do know that there are some like cults of mortals who um, kind of worship the vampires. Um, And of course, vampires can ghoul a mortal, meaning, you know, you're going to give a portion of your power but it basically means that you've got like a full on blood bond with a mortal like they have to do what you say Ugh. and it requires a lot to um, break them out of that they they usually have to not have any blood for like a significant length of time wait hold on uh, that they use ghoul in this text not thrall yeah they're called ghouls fascinating all right sorry continue um and uh Usually any ghoul that hasn't had any blood from their master in a significant length of time, they'll they'll probably be taken out because they're going to start suffering from withdrawals. Mm. And that makes them a potential masquerade breach because that means they're either going to go berserk searching for their master or literally try and find any kindred they possibly can to get blood from. Mm. Because you actually get a lot from being a ghoul. Like, you can, you're going to be stronger and faster than most other mortals. Um, you will get usage of a minor discipline power from one of your, you know, masters' discipline. So, like, Clan Venture ghouls, they can use presence and be like, hey, I walk into a room, all eyes are now on me. And, you know, there's some skeezy people who are going to be like, I'm going to use this to get laid. Absolutely. And then the big one is you completely stop aging. As long as you continue to take blood from Kindred, you don't age. Mm -hmm. You will stay whatever age you were whenever you first start taking blood as long as you don't stop. And now once you do completely break that blood bond, you are going to wither and age very quickly. Um, And in, in some cases, there have been some ghouls who were unable to get blood for a significant length of time and they ended up dying immediately afterwards because they had been ghouls for like 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden their body has to catch up with all that aging and you know, aging 70 years over the course of a few minutes, pff, your body's not going to handle that very well. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's very um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And so Ventru, yeah douchey people they they tend to think of themselves as the head of the camarilla which 
often puts them at odds with the Toreador, who think of themselves as the sexiest, coolest vampires. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Toreador really don't have that same presence. And also they're not going to have that same amount of wealth. And that wealth ends up becoming a big problem for the mortal world because as a result of being able to like mimic fashion trends and make themselves, you know, the most well-known, well-seen person in a room immediately, mm-hmm. uh, as well as having just exorbitant sums of money, I mean, they can influence the mortal world to usually a much higher degree than other clans. Like when you've got the capital to say, hey, I want this huge brand shut down because they've done something to offend me. Like if if we got a, a breaking news article at fucking 6 a.m. tomorrow morning that said Nike has gone completely under. That would probably be some venture shit. Hmm. And Nike is a huge brand. They're considered one of those brands that might be a little bit too big it's to a, fail right it's now. It's a world. Mm-hmm. It's a worldwide like gigantic yeah. brand. Yeah, that would. I would raise a couple of eyebrows if that just suddenly I mean, suddenly happened. Yeah, I don't think they're too big to fail, play. but it, I think they think they're too big to fail. Um, and it would certainly be like they would definitely have like a lot of dirt to dig up on it too. It wouldn't even be that just like oh suddenly we threw a bunch of money at this problem and now they're failing it would be like we threw a bunch of money at this and then also we've brought to light these allegations and we have evidence of this mistreatment of you know, blah 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 like they, they would be able to just completely shovel a huge industry completely underground with the extreme amount of wealth like maybe a single venture wouldn't be able to do that but mm-hmm. like a cabal of a few of them probably could no problem all the skeletons are dug up. Quite so. Mm. Um, so we're we're coming up close on our time. Do any of you have questions or thoughts you would like to ask and or share? I don't know. Vampires are cool. I think it would it would be absolutely fascinating to just sit back and watch them fall apart. Mm, that would be pretty neat. The Ventru? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's some uh, significant fear that they might because of um, London was the biggest Camarilla stronghold in the world, unless there were tons of Ventru there, and London completely falling to the Second Inquisition. Like, it's not even like an anarch revolt or anything. Humans and our humanly ways managed to completely scour London of kindred over the course of like a couple nights, I think. Yes. And it, this, is, there's a huge power vacuum in the Camarilla right now. Which is why you absolutely do not underestimate humans. You might have all these abilities and everything, but humans are adaptive creatures. It's what we do. Humans are very good at recognizing patterns. Oh, it's and um, something else you said earlier, Molly. I just remembered you were saying that at some point you figure like vampires would outnumber humans. Mm-hmm. They specifically avoid that. Like one of the tenets of the Camarilla is you're only allowed to sire a new child if the prince of where you're living allows it. That makes sense. And if you if you sire a child without permission, both the child and you are executed. How many princes are there? How many regions? Um, I I don't have an exact number on that. I don't mm-hmm. think there even is an exact number anywhere because it probably it's, just it's literally on the DM. yeah. A lot of it can depend on the storyteller, but it's like 
you know, any given region, you may have like this particular space is Camarilla space. This particular space is Anarch space. And it can be going back and forth between the two on a weekly basis over who's got what territory. Um, and that's not even to say anything for the Sabbat who think that vampires are just superior and should eradicate all humans. Um, <laughs> like despite how stupid Vampire magistrate. <laughs> uh, there actually is a group known as the magistrate, and we will go into them another time because they are the followers of the God set. They actually believe in entirely different. They don't believe the Book of Cain. Um, they believe, yeah, they believe that vampires come from the Egyptian God set. Or Seth, however you want to say it. Neat. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. That has also, that has my full attention. Like, wow. that's not. Well, I did, did. I thought magistrates were like, like a mayor slash governor, somewhere in between. Um, those. they are a type of governing body, yeah. But okay. it's so they're only recently moving into the states. Um, they were a primarily like Middle Eastern kind of North African kind of thing going on. Uh, I see. I was trying to fit it in to like I understand like English royal hierarchy very well because of trashy romance novels, but um, <laughs> I was trying to fit it into that structure. <laughs> but um, actually, thank you for reminding me of that because now I can put it on the damn list. I said I wanted to watch the Ventru fall apart, knowing very well that I made a Ventru character when he <laughs> was visiting me. Mm-hmm. So this comes from an insider. I want to watch them fall apart. Sounds interesting. Hey, man. When the pawn reaches the other end of that board, they become the new queen. So anyway... Uh... Facebook.com slash D20Dudes, if I ever decide to update that ever again. <laughs> Which I might. Apparently, that page has been getting new views recently, which is like weird to me because, like, that it was a completely dead page for like well over a year. And all of a sudden, it's like, dude has this many more views. And I was like, what the hell? Where are these people coming from? Twitter.com slash D20Dudes. I refuse to call it X. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Or at D20Dudes on Twitter. Oh, I heard the people in San Francisco hate the X sign. Oh, it got taken down. That's great, because I heard it was, like, not only, like, obnoxiously blinking, it was also wicked bright. Yep. I only ever use Twitter to read a couple of people once a month or so, and I went on there yesterday to find my account has been suspended. I have never posted on this account, and it says, this account is suspended and in read-only mode. I only read on this account. Oh, yeah! You're I follow like, oh, like hey, a few thanks. content creators on the dude's Twitter, and then my personal Twitter is for some shit you guys don't need to know about. That's fine. <laughs> Discord. Uh, there's a link to our Discord down in the description if you'd like to come in and harangue us personally. Join us. It is open to everybody. Mm-hmm. I will warn that we are dumb as hell. <laughs> We are dumb, we are weird. Mm-hmm. You have been warned, but join us anyway. We talk a lot and about death. We do, and then Kozai just goes on and on about fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor he kid. Worried. He loves fate. 
mean, he does, and no one else watches something. it or does any of this stuff. Come join <laughs> and talk to talk about fate with him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. please. If you like fate, please come and talk about fate with Rosie because he would love to talk about fate with someone. Because I don't know anything that's happening. I have no idea. I just like watch a comp and I go, what is going on? (laughs) He does. like It's like One Piece now where like there's so much to look at and I don't even know where to start. So I'm just not going to and do something different. (laughs) I mean, like even beyond that, like I love the kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a good guy. Uh, But like he'll just suddenly like post like three paragraphs, like geeking out about something. And like there's like no one there to interact with him. On it, like I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a way to weigh in on this, but he he will just do it anyway. He just goes so nuts for it. Hoping people will respond. Um, I think I wish more people would respond, but I don't know what to say because I don't know anything about it. Um, but sometimes uh, he's a very nice kid. Otherwise, it'll sometimes happen. I'm about to say something, and then suddenly he'll post a whole bunch about fate. I'm like, well, what? I'm not going to post this now because that would be odd. You're like, I don't want to be rude. I mean, I want to interact with the guy. I just don't know what the hell he's talking about. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Who are these people? Sometimes I ask about it and then I go, I don't. I, oh, no, this has not helped me understand. (laughs) But that's more of a me problem. And then last but not least, patreon.com slash d20dudes if you would like to, for some reason, monetarily support the podcast. $3 a month. Only oh, $3. I love seeing Brosai's kitty. You can find um, that on the yes, Discord, you, too. Sorry. Yeah, he, he does have a cat. <laughs> um, but three three whole doll here is a moment to do a shout-out. Um, I should actually start having, like, the page of who all is subscribed so that I, I know exactly so you can shout who out. I should be shouting out. I know just about everyone personally. I am just so bad at having thoughts that it's really hard. Remembering it's, screen names. It tends to be very late when we record these, everyone. So um, currently it's central time. It is midnight. I don't mean shit for yeah, me. So. My day starts at two in the afternoon. This is the middle of the well, day. For I'm just, me. I'm just letting people know it is very late. So sometimes our brains don't work. But our current I patrons, mean, regardless of regardless of quote unquote time of day, you do get more brain dead as the night goes on. I know this firsthand. Sorry, go ahead. Our current patrons are Zam Wow, uh, Neutron Ken. Uh, Word and Jenny Yay. are our four patrons. I would also like to um, point out, like, one of our previous patrons, like, he got banned from the Discord. I won't say who, but uh, he got banned from the Discord for, for some uh, shenanigans. Um, and when he canceled his membership, the reason he put down was uh, creator is a simp. And I didn't find that until I reopened the patron Patreon. <laughs> I had a good long guffaw about it. That was really funny to me. That's funny. Anyways. That is highly amusing. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. We're going to roll the D20 and find out what we're going to be talking about next week. 
I have rolled a six. That is GM best practices. What you should do to make sure the game is going to be as enjoyable as possible. You are a mm-hmm. GM. I'm going to have a notepad and a pencil so I can take notes because my game is dying. Oh. And I mean, sometimes a game, like especially over a long period of time, like sometimes it, it does just fall apart and it's absolutely not the GM's fault. It's not anyone's fault in particular. Sometimes life just gets in the way. But there, there are some things you can do as a GM because we've talked about player best practices before. There are some things you can do as a GM that are kind of on you and are your responsibility uh, in terms of making sure that the game you're running is as fun and engaging for your players as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about next week. Thank you, everyone, for You're listening. You're both the story player and the manager. Thank you. Bye bye. Horrifying thought. Bye bye. Bye bye.